Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nerd Room, where we talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 38. We're discussing Rogue Friday's merchandising reveals. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. Rogue Friday. Force Friday? Yeah, I like Force Friday a little Me more. Me too. Yeah. I don't know if Rogue Friday is like an official thing, yeah. or if that's just a fan thing. Yeah, what's going on there? I'm a fan of Force Friday too. <laughs> <laughs> We finally got the announcement of Force Friday. We've been waiting for this for months, yeah. it seems. Yeah, so since last year. Yes, yeah, exactly. Since <laughs> September 4th last year. Yeah. But it will be happening September 30th, 12.01 a.m. at all the participating Toys R Us across the countries. Mm-hmm. And wow, are we looking forward to this. Oh, there was a whole that. ton of merchandise dropped in the last week. So it's it's we're going to get way into that stuff. And we're going to talk about Elite Series, Black Series, Legos, everything. Funko Pops, all of it. Cool. So Funkos are going on down there then, right? Oh, yeah. In nice. a big way. Huge, big right? way. Did you pick up last year? I can't remember if you got Funkos last year. Yeah. So I do have quite a few of the Force Awakens ones. Yeah. I don't have all of them. There's, there's got to be 40 or so right now. Jeez. And they're bumping up in price slowly. And so I'm kind of pulling back and just getting more of the exclusives lately. Nice. Yeah. So like the Hot Topic stuff, the right. GameStop and, and all that. Trying yeah. to just get the ones that are harder to get and then mm-hmm. slowly kind of picking up characters that I really like or sculpts that I really like. I'm going to do the same thing with the Rogue One as well. Right. Can't wait. But we're going to be talking about all sorts of that stuff. Diving right into it. Back half the episode here. But we're going to jump into some news right now. We're going to run down some of the box office numbers here for the summer movie season. We've talked about in the past summer movie blockbusters, and we've done reviews on all the big comic book movies, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like looking at some of the numbers here to see how this year's fared against other years, particularly in the summer here with we had Captain America Civil War, Finding Dory, uh, Suicide Squad, Jason That's Bourne. Right. Yeah. So revisiting a lot of old franchises as well as kind of... Putting in some new franchises That's here. That's right. So this one looks like it's a pretty big year. So we've got a couple big movies sitting at the top. Big Disney movies. Finding Dory and Captain America Civil War. That's right. If you want to check out our Civil War review, go back. I don't know. A whole bunch of episodes. A whole bunch of episodes now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, looking at this kind of year on year. Looking at the last 10 years of summer movies. It seems though that we kind of have this varying from year to year. Can we have box offices up? Box offices down? But since 2012, mm-hmm. it's been predominantly led by comic book movies. And that's really the Avengers. Now we can right. go back, you know, to the early two thousands where we have Spider Man and, and the Dark Knight and that too. Mm-hmm. But it just seems that since two thousand twelve, we've had a comic book movie at either one or two spot, right. and they've all been MCU movies. Yeah. So you're really seeing the box office effect of the MCU movie slate in the summer movie season. That's right. And yes, we have other movies outside of that, but summer has always kind of been traditionally your big blockbuster portion of the year always yeah ever since jaws really yeah and there's always this talk about the comic book movie bubble bursting at some point but it seems like the box office at least in the industry is leaning quite heavily using it almost as a crutch right (laughs) yeah and so it's the benefit of the whole industry for them to continue to pump out good quality comic book movies exactly hint hint civil war right yes exactly yeah it's still leading number one i think yeah, Finding Dory does have more domestically. Well, domestically it does, yes. yes. Yeah. Than Civil War. But yeah. Civil War is the leading live action movie, if you want to call it that, or comic book movie, right. if you will. Yeah. And it's probably not going to get topped until so. we get to Rogue One. But we're talking summer movie season exactly. here. So now yeah. that it's at a close, we do have kind of your final numbers. And Suicide Squad, another one, another surprise. Yeah, there. huge. Yeah, it ticked over $300 million domestically right. in the summer movie season. So that's huge for a brand new franchise. Massive. For a movie that wasn't particularly well, <laughs> well received. Received, right? I think it's sitting now um, globally 600. Yeah, it did yeah. take over 600, which so is massive. huge. Yeah, without the China market, too. Yeah, it's creeping up on Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, and it beat Man of Steel. Yes. Yeah. 
So it's now, I guess, WB's or DC's second highest grossing film out of the three they have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty impressive for a team of relatively unknowns. Yeah, like C-listers, right? Yeah. Definitely. So it's interesting to see. And then even kind of stepping back and looking a bit at the spring, which seemed quite heavy-weighted this year yeah. with Jungle Book and Batman vs. Superman. Right. And when you're looking at the numbers, this had a 30% increase in box office grosses wow. domestically than last year right so you're really starting to see the expansion of a lot of these movies into the springtime and getting away from other movies that have been traditionally put in or slotted in in the, that first of may slot the big july spots that's right and again suicide squad it did the same thing that guardians did exact and same went move. late in the year mm -hmm. and so i think we're going to see as we progressively go through time here the box office season opening up beyond just kind of your summer season, yeah, right? Spring a lot more. Yeah, into spring, into fall. And then there's always been the big one around December, right? Yeah. Where we have Avatars, Titanic, Star Wars yeah. movies, which we're getting from now until the end of time. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yes, that is that is the hope. That is the dream. But again, it's it's interesting to see this. And I just wanted to quickly look at this because, you know, again, we're having the end of the movie season. And this is a lot of what we talk about. It's the quality of movies that you are seeing that are sitting at the top of these. So it's a nice reflection, I think, at least, mm -hmm. of the type of movies that we're getting to see them sitting atop of the box office. That's right. And I know we did not receive Suicide Squad very well. Right. But again, it is this effect of comic book movies holding up the industry to some degree. Because when you look right. at even the top 10 here... Mm -hmm. Comic movies or pop culture movies, if you will. Yeah, Ghostbusters, Star Trek, yeah. X-Men, Suicide Squad, and Captain America Civil War. So you have five of the top ten wow. are your pulp culture type movies, That's right? right? And so it's, it's interesting to look at. And yeah. I, like I said before, I really like looking at box office numbers and, and how that reflects in a movie's performance yeah. versus its critical reception versus its fan reception. Uh -huh. So it's interesting because, again, these comic book movies seem to be, at least in part, getting... The majority of the box office, regardless of quality. That's right. Yeah. And that's something that scares me a bit, uh -huh. <laughs> it, especially going further down the road, because we're getting the MCU putting out three movies a year, yeah. DC putting out two or three movies a year, Fox. Fox putting out two or three movies a year. Mm -hmm. So it's becoming overinflated almost. Right. And if the quality starts to diminish, we're going to see the returns diminishing on these as well. That's right. And this isn't money in our pocket. No. Like, Shouldn't really care about this, <laughs> but we do care as fans that the product is good. Yeah. And we hope that at least that's reflected in the numbers so that we do continue to see these guys pumping the money into the movies. But again, money's not everything. Deadpool. Well, that's just right. It's kind of scary because the only things, I mean, at least for me, that I only was satisfied with was Deadpool and Civil War out of BBS and um suicide squad right yeah. so X -Men apocalypse. and, and x-men apocalypse right that was a letdown and even turtles actually turtles i even preferred yeah some of those movies you mentioned so <laughs> we'll see so i think going forward looking at the slates looking at the directors that are attached to them the casting that they've done yeah and i'm hoping now that dc has a firmer foot you know they've had success with suicide squad so they know that they can have success yeah because you look at batman vs superman underperformed mm -hmm. man of steel underperformed yep. so they'll have something that overperforms yep. now just put the effort into it and i think that the going forward we're gonna get better quality movies exactly and jeff johns is behind them now yeah. too this could be the first project wonder woman i think is the first one with jeff johns yeah. back in so i'm excited for that it's funny though uh going off of sequels we didn't have such a great reaction towards um independence day no right that was meant to be one of these big blockbusters. That was, right? Yeah, like these... the biggest one almost, right? Huge so, failure. <laughs> it, 
Mass Failure, awful movie. <laughs> yeah. We slightly reviewed it back a couple episodes. Yeah, go and check that one out. Check that out in the feed. <laughs> so, and also, touching a bit on 2017's summer movie slate, we did get an image from Spider-Man Homecoming this week. Right. A set image of Shocker. That's right, yeah. What did you think of the, the costume? You know, it's pretty cool because um, I have to give Marvel a lot of credit. They do such a good job of you know, capturing, like, these classic elements of costumes, right? Like, Shocker's costume is actually ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> right? But looking at the image, it, it captures it, but just makes it a little more modern. And yeah. I can appreciate and see what they're doing. You can tell he's, he's like, a very B-list villain. He's not going to be the main villain of this no. whole movie, so I'm not too worried about that. But, um, like, yeah, I see Shocker. Makes sense. And, uh, yeah, doesn't make me anything less or more excited for the show or the movie. No, and it's yeah. cool that just sneaking in a villain like right? that, right? It yeah. just seems like it's Marvel just being like, here's your little taste of yeah. Shocker. I know you guys have been asking for him. Exactly. And here it is, and it's going to be hopefully over quite quickly. I don't want to see this overinflated with yeah. villains like we've seen in other Spider-Man movies. That's right. And he's always been that villain that's been taken out pretty quickly by Spider-Man, so I couldn't imagine him taking up too much screen time. No. Yeah. No. So next year, we have lots of movies, and hopefully the summer box office is as big as it is this year. So we continue to see just tons of money dumped right. into these these movies. Yeah. And we get something uh, good coming out the other side. Can't wait. So be exciting. Shifting over to comic books. Yeah. We've been lagging a bit on our comic book news lately. It's been a lot of movie stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a lot, a lot of movie Wars. stuff in TV and Star yeah. Wars. That's right. But tomorrow, it's uh, comic book day. Yeah. Oh. So if you're hearing this episode, well, we've already had comic book day yeah. at that point. But uh, lots to pick up. Yes, there is. And yeah. this December, DC announced their first Rebirth crossover yeah. event. That's right. It is Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So it's taking their two big franchises they have right now. Yeah. So we're seeing a bit of synergies, a bit of cross-media uh, synergies yeah. here, right? And it's it's focusing in on Suicide Squad and Justice League. I wasn't aware of the fact that the Suicide Squad are yeah. unknown to the majority of the DC comic book universe. Oh, okay. At least its current iteration. Right, wow. So apparently what happens in this, and this is the premise, so this is just a synopsis that's online. So spoilers if you're waiting out, if there's something leading into it that you're excited about or whatever. But it looks like... The Justice League finds out about Suicide Squad, or the Suicide Squad. Okay. And they move to stop them, or put an end to it. Yeah. And another team of some sort emerges. Oh. And they have to team up against this other team. I guess, I, this is just, I'm just kind of paraphrasing okay. from, from the synopsis. Here. Right. And it looks like it's going to tie a bit more into Rebirth and understanding a bit more of the complexities and the evolution of the comic book universe spinning out of DC Rebirth. Cool. So it's Suicide Squad's teamed up with another team to take no. on the Justice League or Justice League's teamed up with another team? Justice League and Suicide Squad are teaming up. Oh, they're teaming up. Oh, yeah. that's a versus. Oh. I think it starts as a versus. Okay. But then they have to team up to defeat this other evil. Oh, they don't need the Suicide Squad. They're <laughs> <laughs> the Justice League. But that's cool, though. That's, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so I yeah. guess it's going to be a six-issue miniseries with tie-ins of Suicide Squad issues 9 and 10 yeah. and Justice League 12 and 13. Oh, okay. So it's a weekly book, too. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a really rapid event. I think it starts in December and ends in January. Okay, well, I guess I'll have to check that out. I am keeping up with Justice League. That's one of my DCB births that I love. Yeah. So I'll be, uh, I'll be staying tuned. Yeah, and I guess it's again, it's they're hinging a bit on the fact that people have a bit more uh, knowledge about the Suicide Squad. People yeah. have seen them in movies. That's and right. I guess kind of making it a bit easier to jump into comic books. Yeah, no, that makes sense because it's funny when we were talking about Suicide Squad review. I believe I said like they had no chance against the Justice League. Yeah. Right? So it's funny that one universe, uh, like property DC, is pushing. Justice League and Suicide Squad, and then you got the Marvel Universe now with X-Men versus Inhumans, which is kind of trying to diminish the X-Men universe and bring up the Inhumans universe, right, in the movies or TV show. 
Yeah, so that's Marvel's next big crossover exactly. event. Yeah. And I wonder if it's going to be, because we have the death of X, yeah. Inhumans versus X-Men, mm-hmm. and then they have this resurrection, which comes right after Inhumans versus X-Men. I keep wanting to say Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah, yeah. It just has that flow, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. So I'm curious if this is going to be the end of the X-Men, more or less. Yes. The Inhumans finally putting that Boom. one last foot down, nail in the coffin sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And what are your thoughts on the X-Men potentially disappearing from the Marvel comic book universe? It's it's kind of scary, you know. Fantastic Four, I I, I couldn't really care less about them, yeah. you know, disappearing. But the X Men, I've, I've I think everybody has a place for the X Men, right? Oh yeah. Um, especially you know, growing up in the '90s, having the next X Men cartoon was so cool. But doing this, I hope we just get a smaller, condensed X Men comic books coming out because I feel like the X Men universe is just so big on its own. You have got so many astonishing and uncanny, and just there's so much X Men out there. It's kind of a little crazy. So hopefully, this cuts it down. And limits the mutants because I feel like there's just so many mutants going yeah. on. I know a while back they tried doing that, uh, minimizing the mutants, but hopefully that uh, that happens in this. And I think uh, Scott Summers is going to be coming out of this, the original Scott Summers, yep. Cyclops. Right? Oh, I agree. So, I think they're going to be holding on to their mainstay X Men. Yeah, because the thing is in Guardians right now, yeah. and Beast is part of one of the Inhumans books, I believe. That's right. And Johnny Storms and the Uncanny Avengers. Exactly. Yep. All these those weren't mutants. Those were Fantastic Four. Just yep. examples of. Of characters that they've you know removed their books, but they still exist in the Marvel comic book universe. Yeah. They're just used in different teams now. Yeah, and I think we're going to getting the mainstays, like you said, in the X Men, staying around the comic book universe, but just in other titles. Exactly, especially because we have the Champions book coming out, yeah. and you can see the young uh, Cyclops in there. Yeah, so we know he's staying, obviously, right? Exactly. They yeah. seem to age and de-age him as it's convenient for them. Yeah, so that <laughs> that Cyclops is from the all new. X-Men, where yeah. he's from the past. Right? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes in the, in those books, he looked like he was like... Oh, yeah, I see you know, what you're saying. 18, 19, yeah. 20 or something like that. Because he went to space for a while. And then he comes back. And when he looks at when he look at the Champions book, yeah. he looks quite young on the I cover. I know. It's weird. I think it was uh, when the Mark Bagley run was going on, when yeah. he's drawing him, he looks so young. And then I can't remember the first artist that did him. He looked, you know, like 18 or yeah. so. so he, yeah, you're right. He's, the age just looks so weird with him. Yeah. yeah I don't really like that consistency going on there. You do find that sometimes in Marvel that with, particularly with teenage characters, sometimes yeah. they look like they're, you know, close to 20. And other yeah. times they look like they're like 15 or 12 right. or something. They do that with Miss Marvel a lot. Miles Morales gets that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You can't really tell how old they are. Yeah. And maybe that is left ambiguous, and that's just because the art is different from artist to artist and that's true. how they picture these. And that's nice to get that broad spectrum, but it's hard within a book or with even team books where yeah. those characters are in as well right. that you're not getting that consistency in age. It kind of bothers me a bit. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Yeah, especially with Spider-Man, I've, I've been, I feel that. <laughs> so those are the big crossover events for this year to look forward to. And again, we're talking about the next crossover events, or next several crossover events, and we're not even done Civil War yet. <laughs> yeah. We're still waiting for issue four? Four or five or something. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I'm so far behind on Civil War because of the delays from them yeah. coming out. I know. I've completely lost track of where I am. Yeah, I think it's five. I think so, it is five we're waiting for. Yeah, yeah, it really takes you out when they don't have the consistency of books coming out. And yeah. that's what might be interesting about this Justice League versus Suicide Squad is that it's a weekly book. Yeah. So you essentially, it's like reading it in trade almost. That's true. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And still have an anticipation behind it. Because I remember last year, Secret Wars was terrible for their delays. And they added an extra issue to the whole main series. Yeah. Well, because everything had dropped out of it. Yeah. And for the books that were falling on from it before it had even ended. <laughs> I'm still catching up from that, I feel. Yeah. where Because I, I didn't read anything coming out of Secret Wars. Yeah. Until Secret Wars was done, because I didn't want the end spoiled. Yeah, and I have still have I feel like a backlog of comics since that ever since that 
And that bothers me. <laughs> I know, 100%. Because I just, I think, like, last month, maybe I just caught up with uh, Avengers because yeah. of the whole Secret Wars uh, spoilers I want to avoid, right? So, yeah. yeah and I, I feel like we get a bit of that with Civil War right now, too, is that other books are coming out, like the Spider-Man series yeah. and the Choosing Sides. And I'm trying to avoiding some of this until I get the main series. Because yeah. there is a reading order there. And I don't know if Marvel is holding back on some of those books right. until the main book is released. So I'm just kind of stepped back from it a bit. And Definitely. it's really bothering me that I'm not cut off. I know. It sucks. So swinging over to Netflix. Yeah. So you and I were fans of Stranger Things. That's right. So this is one of the biggest and most well-received Netflix series to come out in quite some time. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. And Well, I guess since Daredevil and all that. Yeah. These guys don't seem to miss. Like, I know there's a lot of Netflix original series that yeah. they pump out there. But this one in particular was just huge for me. This yeah. was... Your Spielberg meets your King. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not something, I think we've touched on this before, but it's not something that I'm particularly into as far as horror and that, but the yeah. aesthetic of it and the, the 80s feel. Yeah, the nostalgia. Yes. It, just, it kills me. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just great. And so they officially announced, and not to any surprise, that there's going to be a season two of this. Yeah. And I'm super excited. Yeah. We have to wait about a year probably for this. Yeah, 2017, I think they said. Yeah, said 2017. I'm assuming it's going to be around the July time frame that this one did come out in. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be set about a year after season one in 1984 in the fall. Yeah. So that's what it says. And so there's a teaser online. Yeah. It's just got the really cool music from the opening credits. Love that. And it's got season two. And then it actually runs through all nine episodes title how cool is that that's it's really i can't believe that they're this far down the line yeah this is committing you right right and i guess it's just a title so you can just say whatever about the title that's right and they're great looking titles i have no idea what they mean (laughs) you can you can make some leaps as to maybe what some of them are referring to like the palace is maybe referring to the castle that he goes to oh yeah cool and a few other things like that but it's it's going to be really interesting to see what they explore Mm -hmm. particularly with the upside down yes and all the characters seem to be coming back that's right and we're adding an additional three more i believe yes yeah so yeah. that's gonna be a lot of fun That'll to see be interesting really looking forward to this series that's right and i believe the directors i can't remember the names but they're brothers the duffer brothers the duffer brothers and they they did say they were having strong influence from indiana jones temple of doom awesome i believe and aliens james cameron's wow. 1986 aliens the aliens has me more excited you know, yes. because I really want to get the origin of uh, the Upside Down. Yes. You know, I really want to know more about that because that's one of the strong elements, I believe, of this TV series. So that should be pretty cool. I'm a little worried because I think they're making it a little bit bigger. I think they're going outside of the small town feel. Okay. And the other thing is, is that they're actually adding more episodes, I believe. I believe Netflix said, you know, go crazy, do what you want to do. So they said we might get nine episodes, we might get more. I'm a little worried about that yeah. because I felt like the show, as much as I loved it, it could have been even a little less, even though eight, eight episodes isn't very much. I feel like if you go anything more than eight episodes, it's kind of pushing it. So um, that's my only little worry. Either than that, I'm totally excited. I want to know more about Barb, what yes. happened. Because I did hear that they're going to touch on that. So, But I agree. I think yeah. that nine episodes is probably all right if yeah. you have a little more to explore. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a common theme that we see with the Netflix series is I feel like we're always saying we could have done with one less episode. Yeah. Right, And it's interesting that they do it that way because I don't know if it's something the way they sign or if it's just the writers dictate how many episodes because there's nothing really consistent. Like Daredevil has 15 or whatever sometimes and then this had 8 to start. And and I think that if they're condensing these stories and because they're not relying on advertisements per se, they don't really need to stretch these out to, you know, 24 episode seasons, right? That's right. 
I don't know why they, they tend to do that. I yeah. don't know. Compressing seems to be the better way to go. I'd say. And hopefully they get that way. And I think these guys at least seem to have an idea of what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm look, really looking forward to see what wait. they do next. I can't wait. Just a pure binge watch fest, right? Exactly. Yeah. So staying with the small screen, but switching to more of the uh, the traditional route of watching things. Star Wars Rebels. So it drops in a few weeks. Can't wait. Yes. This is one of the most excited I've been for a TV series in a long time. Oh, I think yeah. even more so than I was for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nice. Wow. And, and when does that premiere? Sorry. Two weeks now. I think okay. uh, the third week of September. Cool. And, and Ghost Riders. Yeah. He's going to be premiering on the first episode, apparently. Nice. So nice. there's been some set photos of him wearing the jacket, the leather jacket no like this in the comics. Yeah. Does he look like the like the new Marvel Now Ghost yes, Rider a lot like? Yeah. He's, and he has the car? Yeah. He got the car. And oh, the same wow. jacket, everything. Nice. So that's looking really good. Cool. So I think in the next couple of weeks, so we got Luke Cage dropping a couple of weeks and the TV series dropping and maybe we're going to do kind of a TV wrap up Sweet. at some point here and discuss, you know, because you're into Arrow and yeah. Flash and all oh, that. Yeah. And so Supergirl that, now even, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's all yep. kicking up and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so maybe looking at some of the season premieres of some of these episodes and just discuss discussing a bit through yeah. what we like and what we're seeing here from the, the comic book movie end or comic book TV end, if mm-hmm. you will, kind of the whole universes that they're building there. Nice. But yes, Rebels, they released one more clip. Yeah? The Thrawn clip. Oh, man. And he's doing a voiceover and talking about strategy and the architect of their own destruction. Yeah, the master technician, oh, right? Oh, man. Jeez. I know we gush about Thrawn almost, almost every episode. Yeah. But I cannot help it. Like, this is straight out of the books. Yeah, it's almost like Dave Filoni and Timothy Zahn are just, like, writing each episode yeah. together. Because this just has such a good grasp on the character already, just in the trailers. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. And just the, how methodical he is. And yeah. This is going to be probably one of the best villains we're ever going to see outside of, like, a Vader. Yes. In the Star Wars universe. Absolutely agree. In the current canon. But I'm so looking forward to this. Predictions, do you think? I mean, I know that hasn't even started the season three, but where do they go after this? Do you think they're going to kill off Thrawn, or is he going to make it out? Like, what do they do with this guy? Because there's no mention of him later on down the road, right? That's true, and yeah. I don't know if he's going to have a name drop in Rogue One. Yeah, I don't think they can kill him. No, because it's a character that's so beloved. Yeah, and it's a villain that is so evil. Yeah. And just so methodical. And you could use him in any scenario, right? Right. And I think it's appropriate. Like, we saw him in the Legacy universe coming out of the aftermath of Return of the Jedi and essentially taking the Empire for his own. Yes. And it's interesting that they've gone back basically to the probably peak of the Empire. Right. Which makes sense that he's there. But he's also been put in charge of destroying the rebels. Right. Which makes perfect sense, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He's, you're taking this master tactician and saying, okay, we have this rebel alliance growing. Right. They're opposing us. They're winning battles. Yeah. You have to take them out. Right. And it's it's beyond the Jedis because you had Vader in there, but he was yeah. more kind of just chasing them for the Jedis, for Kanan and Ezra yeah. and that, right? And then the fact that you have Maul in here as exactly. well. Exactly. Will he play them both against yeah. each other? Who knows too, right? I don't know what they're going to do with Thrawn. Yeah. And I don't think they can kill him. Like, I don't want them to kill him. No. And how you work that into the greater Star Wars universe, how you work that even into Rogue One, Right. I, I don't know. Right, I know. You like, have to assume that the Star Wars universe, the, the Galactic Empire, is a lot bigger than we've been made aware of. Yeah. And I think they keep expanding it more and more, you yeah. know, as they go on. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be out there in the Outer Rim somewhere nah. down the road. Who knows? But uh, the book, too. The book's coming out 2017. Can't wait for that. Gain more of a better idea of this character. 
Man, awesome. And they could do something silly like, oh, Thrawn, can you go take command of the Death Star? And yeah. then, whoops, it's gone. <laughs> they could. I hope not. Or he's on Alderaan or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know what they're going to do with the Rebels crew. Like, I don't know how long this series can go without running into... Well, they, they have said they're doing season four. Season four, okay. And they have confirmed, I believe, that uh, Ezra is 17. So I think he's only like a couple weeks or months older than Luke and Leia. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you have to assume going into season four, he gets to maybe 18. So I don't know. Does he become a Sith and get taken out eventually? Or does he just not become a Jedi? And he just kind of wanders a, a fine path. Do you between... think they're going to wander the path of Obi-Wan versus Vader and Ezra versus Kanan? Kanan. Right. And they have one final showdown. Right. And it's maybe it's left the same way that the Ahsoka versus Vader was. Right. Where it's kind of ambiguous, but you're meant to think that potentially one of them dies, and that's how they end the series. That's right. Yeah. So I don't know what you could do, or maybe they both die. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I, I really don't know. I this know. is a really tough thing now, because they're really on top of each other with these movies now, and the series, and then A New Hope, right? Exactly. Especially going off of uh, Empire, I think it is, when Yoda says, there's no, we are the last Jedi. Yeah. Right? But Kanan's not really a Jedi, right? And yeah, like, he, he is, yeah. but he's not like... He left the Order, in a yeah. way, I mean, with his origin book. And then, obviously, um, Ezra is Force-sensitive, and he's a Jedi himself, but he's not. Like, he's not a Jedi Knight, he's not a Jedi Master. So, yeah. you really have to, like, choose and pull and pick at, like, Yoda's words. Same with Ahsoka, right? You yeah. don't know about her, so... She left the Order, too, you know, yeah. so... It's all about your perspective. Marcus. Exactly. That's how the Jedi's talk, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that. The uh, 25th, September? 24th. I think. 24th. Saturday. Whatever six that days is. later. Yeah. We got uh, Rogue Friday. Rogue Friday. Nice. So that's an excellent segue, <laughs> yeah. man. So Force Friday 2, Rogue Friday, whatever you want to call yeah. it, was announced officially, confirmed for September 30th. So I got Sweet. an email confirming it. Cool. It was all over the internet. And in the preceding days, so then I'm kind of officially confirming it, they had slowly started to release. The merchandise nice. that they're going to be dropping through various media outlets yeah. and retailer outlets. And so we got a whole look at the majority of the line for Rogue One. Yeah. And man, does it look fantastic. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm super excited about this. Yeah. And so here in Canada, there's only actually five cities that oh. are getting a Force Friday. We're going to go with Force Friday. I kind of yeah. like that better. Yeah, it flows better. So yeah. we're only getting five cities that have a Force Friday, yeah. and that is the Toys R Us Midnight Opening. Yes. So that's here in Calgary. There's a one on McLeod Trail that we are going to be at. That's right, YYC. Yes. Edmonton's getting one. Yeah. BC, Coquitlam is getting one. Ontario, we have Toronto and Kitchener. That's it. Wow. Nothing on the East Coast. So, <laughs> sorry for you guys out there on the East Coast. And I can't remember how widespread it was for Force Friday 1 for The Force Awakens. I feel yeah. like it was much bigger. Yeah. In this event, even looking at the action figures released relative to the waves they're being released in, yeah. we're seeing kind of a mixture of things. It's The Force Awakens was entirely Force Awakens. The Black Series, the three and three quarter inch, everything was exclusively Force Awakens, quite deep into some of the waves. Right. This one's starting off with more or less half and half on some of these waves. Yeah. Half Force Awakens with some you know peppering of Empire Strikes Back and... And some of the original trilogy, as well as Rebels, we're right. seeing in some of the three and three quarter inch. So the prominence of Rogue One isn't nearly as big as one of the main saga episodes, yeah. right? So I find that quite interesting. And I'm, I'm curious if there's going to be a lot more people at 
this year's Force Friday right. than there were at the last because of the success of last year's Force Friday yeah. and the hype that went behind it as well as the success of the movie mm-hmm. if we're going to see a lot more Star Wars fans or people that are more interested in collecting yeah. or if because this isn't a direct saga movie this is kind of your prequel that we're not going to get the same interest out of people right? and that's maybe why they've split the, the case packs differently the ratios to including more Rebels and OT stuff yeah so I'm curious to see how it's going to go because I remember there was about 300, 400 people I think at Huge. the one here in Calgary, yeah. and you know we got there quite early. Yeah, <laughs> had some success. Yeah, it's good times. So Toys R Us stock up. Yes, yeah, so I'm like at a fever pitch. Here. Yeah, I'm so excited. For I can't this. wait. And can't it's wait. really the kickoff to the Star Wars season, right? right? Road to Star Wars, yes. Rogue One, right? And it seems like we're going to get this for the next however many years, <sighs> and. It. Right now, Toys R Us, Walmart, and all the retailers are currently clearing out all of their Force Awakens Star Wars merchandise. They're making room for Rogue One. Nice. So this weekend, I walked into Toys R Us, and I was kind of half aware that they were clearing stuff. And I get in there, and there's people everywhere. (laughs) There's guys with, like, Lego stacked five high. There's people, like, rooting through the action figures. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. What have I missed? Oh, no. I There was something announced, and I totally missed it. So yeah. I'm kind of running around there. And I, I get kind of like almost like this anxiety panic oh, yeah. mode where I'm like, oh, I have to just grab everything. I'm going in there. I'm grabbing Legos, and I'm hiding <laughs> them. And I'm like, okay, I got to come back and do some reconnaissance here. Yeah. But I've hid like the, some of the stuff I want. It's like a jingle all the way kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I come back. I, I kind of gather everything up. I put stuff back to where it belongs. I'm like, okay, this isn't that need to be in a big panic. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> but I did pick up the Kylo Ren command shuttle, the, the Lego, because it was 25 or 20% off or something like wow. that. And it's very rare to get Legos yeah. on sale. They you know, almost never see them go on sale. Really? And it's just because they're kind of clearing stuff out, yeah. make room for the big Rogue One sets that are coming in. Was there a lot of these left? or There wasn't many, yeah. no. So the big ships tend to go quick because they had the heaviest discount, right? Yeah. This, I think, retail for about 150 bucks, and yeah. I got it for just over 100 Nice. This is which, a nice-looking piece of Lego yeah, going on here. Yeah, and it's got six minifigures, including yeah. Kylo Ren and General Hux. Yeah. Super excited about this. I like the big ship builds. Yeah. And beyond even some of the smaller ones because... I, I like to think of myself as a completionist as far as collecting. Yeah. But when you're looking at the price of these Legos to collect the minifigures just themselves, some of the sets really aren't worth it. There's the, I can't remember, it's the Attack on Jakku. Oh. There's something with Maze Katana. And it's these small little sets that they don't display well. Oh, okay. Like the ships. They're kind yeah. of just almost like play pieces for yeah. younger children. Right. They just have the one Maze Katana that figure I want in there yeah. that I need to, to fill out the collection. That's right. And when we get into Lego for Rogue One, it's actually interesting that the minifigures, there's not many repacks. Oh. Because in with The Force Awakens, and this that might happen with the Rogue One as we get more and more sets. Yeah. But with Force Awakens, you saw several Kylo Ren's, several Finn's, several Rays over the entirety of the series. Right. And so you're really getting these big pieces for maybe Captain Phasma, but you have to pay $110 for the Captain Phasma, right? Oh, and no. the builds weren't fantastic like the millennium falcon's awesome this ship is awesome and there's a few other ships that i got that are just fantastic but all in all i think it's it's a good series but it's so expensive to be a completionist on the lego i could only imagine did they ever release a starkiller base going on there with uh Kylo no, and Rey, never, no. eh? But hold on to that Okay, for okay. just a moment. Once nice. we get into the Rogue One Legos here, nice. I think we'll kind of get <laughs> a little bit at what you're, what you're talking about. Cool. There. But again, if you're looking for some Legos 
or the three and three quarter inch primarily, you're not going to find much as far as the, the Black Series six inch. Yeah. Unless you're really looking for a Flame Trooper still. Oh, okay. You get them from about half price right now. Wow. We're going to try to go through some of these Rogue One action figures and yeah. make at least some sort of prediction as to how hot or how hard to get we think these are going to be. That's right. But one of my predictions from last year was the TIE Fighter, the big six-inch scale TIE Fighter. Yeah. I went out and bought that the first day it came out. I walk into Toys R Us on yeah. Saturday. There's 10 of them, half price. <laughs> I thought for sure this thing was going to disappear, limited shipping and all yeah. that. Yeah, I was real wrong. Wow. <laughs> it's on sale for 75 bucks now. Wow. I paid 150 for the damn thing. <laughs> So besides, well, I guess not really that one, what would you say was the hardest Force Awakens Black Series line that you had a hard time finding? Well, this that's an interesting question yeah. because going into Force Friday, yeah. the Stormtroopers seemed to be the one that was I only ever saw one other time in retail. Right. I saw every other figure, all Finn Jakus were everywhere. Yeah. Even Kylo Ren started showing up in the last few weeks. And yeah, I've seen a those lot are of those. Repacked with some of the newer figures. But again, we're seeing them kind of being flushed out and and more prevalent on the shelves. Yes. But the stormtrooper never saw him again. That was no. the hardest to find. Yeah. But the one thing that kind of talks to that a bit is they're clearancing out all the action figures, right? They're making room for the Rogue One stuff. Yeah. But that means they've stopped ordering the Force Awakens Black that's, Series. That's right. And so this is where we got crushed last year with yeah. the original Black Series line mm -hmm. and not seeing them showing up in retail, particularly the last few waves with IG-88 and yeah. Boss and the Stormtrooper disguises with Luke and Han. We never yeah. really saw those in Canada other than at specialty comic book shops. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to get the same thing here is where we're not going to see that last wave of Force Awakens Black Series 6-inch figures. I've never seen Hux. Yeah, I've never, never saw Hux. No. no, I've never seen a Guavian Guard, and you. I know you have a Guavian Guard yeah. that you picked up. Yeah. But some of these are really hard to find, particularly right. that wave three and four for mm -hmm. 2016. We just never saw them here. That's right. Like the Ahsoka line, like you got the Ahsoka. Yeah. I think you got the whole one. Did you get Kanan? No, or? I didn't get Kanan. Yeah. I was waiting for him to come out because yeah. he was always up for pre-order yeah. on Toys R Us, and right. I thought he's going to come out and be flush and go on deep discount. That's right. kind of what I was waiting for. Never saw that. Wow. So I got lucky and got the Ahsoka and Luke yeah. off of Toys R Us website. Right. But it never showed back up in, in stores. Yeah, never seen those two on retail. I mean, um, it's pretty crazy. So I guess that's the end of that then. We won't see that line. I don't think yeah. so. I wow. think we're going to have to either go the route of eBay yeah. or your online retailers like Big Bad or Dorkside. That's right. But the unfortunate with that is that we have to pay American dollar. Yeah. And so then much. probably with the harder to find figures, a slight uptick in price. So we're that's not paying right. retail. And I always said to myself, I want to pay for as many of these as possible, retail. Yeah. Because you're trying to spread the dollar, and this is something we'll get into a bit with the Force Friday. Yeah. You're trying to spread your dollar so thin here sometimes, and it's about maybe condensing down your collection, but I don't have that ability. Here. Yeah, I know. It's tough. I have to have everything. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> and so stretching that dollar is, is a big thing to me, mm -hmm. and if we're buying them off U.S. websites, paying the U.S. dollar, paying shipping, yeah. we're already paying 30 bucks per Black Series figure, yeah. Canadian. And if we're all of a sudden having to go to the e-tailers and paying 40 bucks a figure, yeah. you have to cut back somewhere else. And I don't want to do that. Exactly. And yeah. so I'm still trying to get the original Black Series and infill some of these at retail prices, yeah. which is almost impossible it's to do so here in hard. Canada. Yeah, it's really hard to do. Yeah, you're yeah. so hit and miss. Yeah. And the further and further we get down the line, the less and less 
available these figures are going to become and the more and more we're going to have to pay for them exactly the, the price of them just goes up I flipped out and got that Leia from the last uh, Calgary yes. Expo that never retailed over here too we never saw yeah. that so we're wow. missing a couple waves Jen. Yeah. and we're going to do the same thing's going to happen with the, the end of the Force Awakens wave here unfortunately yeah. because Toys R Us has already put up for pre-order the Jin or so 6 inch Black Series nice series. So I've put my pre-order in for that. Sweet. So that's one less figure to chase on Force Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we're going to get hit with restrictions again this year? I hope they learned the lesson from last year. I think so. So yeah. last year we had the issue is we showed up to a Toys R Us here in Calgary. And we get there and they say, look, guys, there is like 200 more people than we thought was going to come. You're allowed one six-inch black series yeah. and two three-and-three-quarter inch, however many Lego you want to buy. Yeah. And that restriction really put a damper on the whole crowd for a little oh, while. Because yeah. people had come there with lists, right? Like, there's going to be just so many Black Series figures there. I was looking to get the whole first wave. Wave, yeah, that's right. And, you know, we you get in there and you have these restrictions and it makes it really difficult. And I think as we go through some of this, we'll talk about maybe how to focus in on particular characters yeah. with reference to case packs or what's being repacked in the subsequent waves, stuff that you can avoid getting yeah. as far as stretching your money. That's right. And kind of putting a plan together. Because that was the big thing that we kind of misstepped on last year. Is that we didn't really have a plan as no. to what we wanted. Because I think you came out with a Finn yeah, and a Kylo. Finn and Kylo. And, and, uh, and uh, it got Ray. Did you pick up Ray for me? I didn't. I think I got Ray you for You got Ray me. for me. And I've never seen her, actually, ever no. since after. I can find a Starkiller base, but I can't find her single pack yeah. anywhere. So it's in big it's... mistake on picking up Finn. Yeah. <laughs> I love the figure, but you can find Finn anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Flush with Finn. They're on deep discount right now. <laughs> so they also released a three and three quarter inch Rebel U-Wing fighter with uh, the three and three quarter inch Cassian Andor figure for pre-order as well. Wow. And there's also a Black Series Stormtrooper voice changing helmet as Whoa. well. So there's three items that were released on all the e-tailers and Toys R Us and all that for pre-order. So this is, again, something slightly different than they did before, giving a little bit of taste. Yeah. And unfortunately, like I said, we're up to $30 now for our Black Series. Yeah. So to get that first wave, we're looking at well over $120. Wow. What were they last year? 25? 25-ish range. Yeah. 24, I think. Yeah. And they've recently started to, to uptick in price quite rapidly. Yeah. And even Walmart had them for a quite a bit cheaper, about $5 cheaper. And they're yeah. now matching the $30 price. Wow. I know. And then the Marvel Legends, too, if you're out there collecting those guys, those guys are 30 bucks. And all that's up. The Funkos, what are they, 15 17 Yeah. I have even saw one of the exclusives that Hot Topic was $18. Wow. And it was the Luke. It's it's a con exclusive for the year, yeah. and they don't have the Comic Con sticker on them or whatever. Oh, okay. But it's, it's the same pop, and it was the Luke, the Bestman Luke with no hand. Oh, I picked it right. up, and I was like, I really wanted this, yeah. but eighteen bucks. Yeah, like these things were twelve like yeah. a year ago. That is crazy because at least with the Black Series and pretty much any other action figure, you can justify it because you get all the articulation you're paying yeah. for. But with the Funkos, it's a standstill, right? It's a standstill. Yeah. The boxes are beautiful, and I really enjoy collecting them. Yeah. But again, I'm not a completist on them. You no. can't be. There's so There's many of them. Way too many. Way too and many. We're going to talk about the wave here. There's eighteen in the first release. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so let's jump into some of this like i said cool. we're gonna go through primarily the big ticket items here yep. your legos your pops and all that and discuss what they've released what they've announced and then maybe kind of give our own opinion as to what we think is going to be hot what's gonna be hard to get and maybe what you could focus in on force friday i know we're kind of giving away some of our tactics here yeah but i think for the for the listeners and that i think it's a, it's a valuable thing to have a different opinion because that's something i'm always seeking is 
what's going to be hot. And I'm not yeah. in the collecting world to make money no. or to go and put on the secondary market and, yeah. you know, give it a 20% or 50% increase in price yeah. and get a kickback on it. I just want to get them at retail. Exactly. <laughs> and if yeah. I could focus in on getting the particular characters that I not only want, but that are also going to be hard to get on the first couple of days, yeah. the value to that to me is more than, you know, you could put a price tag yeah, on it as far massive. as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. And you could literally put a price tag on it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I said that, I was like, yeah, we did put a price tag on it. <laughs> so, you know, we're not going to cover everyone's avenue of interest here yeah. but hopefully we get enough here we get a good feel for what's been actually revealed and we'll put some of these items up on our facebook page so yeah. you can see what they look like and just try to get everything into a single spot because you go into different websites and the way they released it was you know there's a little bit on entertainment weekly yeah. a little bit from this website mm -hmm. a little bit here and there and at least we can condense it down and give you an idea of what's out there what to focus in on and what we're going to see on september 30th that's right no hot toys sorry there is a hot toy. There is a hot toy already? Yeah, we can jump oh, into that. Oh, so, man. There's a Death Trooper hot toy. No way. Chromed up. I looked at it no. and I was like, this might be where Troy enters. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know how how fond you are of the Death Trooper, the yeah. Black Hole Stormtrooper oh, from, from, the, from the Legends series. Yeah. And this thing looks gorgeous. Wow. What's that retail that? Oh, I can't remember. It's yeah. got to be well over $200. Wow. I'd say 300 maybe. Holy. I, I mean, we talk about hot toys all the time here, but if you guys don't know what a hot toy is, go out there, Google hot toys. These are the best looking action figures. Gorgeous. They're not even figures, but they're just the best looking models you can say yes. you'll ever find out there. Yeah. Articulated statues. I don't even know what you call Articulated them. Articulated statues. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good to it's, me. The price point is extremely high. Yeah. It becomes an issue where you have to basically say... I'm going to do three or four different collections or I'm going to do hot toys yeah. to make it reasonable. Yeah. There's some people that go out there and do do it all. Yeah. And you can, they do have interesting payment plans. So yeah. you can buy them and pre-order them early because they usually take about a year to ship. Yeah. And you can do payment plans where you pay a hundred bucks a month or sure. 70 bucks a month, depending on the price of some of these. And so that is an option That's for right. some of the hot toys. But at the end of the day, they put out so many. Yeah. But this Death Trooper looks um, gorgeous. Man, I can't wait to look at that. Yes. Sweet. And the Death Trooper seems to be one of the focal points for all of the lines. Yeah. So you have Jin Erso and it seems the Death Trooper. The Death Trooper is taking the place of Kylo Ren on the top of a lot of the card backs. Wow. And so you have, you've always had that villain at the top of the card backs. You have yeah. your Vader, then Kylo Ren, Darth right. Maul for the right. for uh, episode uh, one. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Yep. Yeah. And now you have the Death Trooper sitting cool. in there. And so that's for the card back. And you're seeing that focus from line to line to line that that is one of the big ones. Sweet. Let's jump into some Lego. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of Lego. Big time. And I love the big, big collections and the big, big ships. Yeah. And I, like I said, I got to be a completist sometimes when it comes to the minifigures. Yeah. And like I mentioned before, they've done a really good job at spreading out the minifigures here. <laughs> Not good for your wallet because if you buy every single damn set. <laughs> so they've released, at least for the first wave, five different sets. And they vary in price from about $50 up to about $150. Okay. So there seems to be a, you know, there's price points as you go up in size. Basically, you're getting more and more money, right? right. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> but the couple I'm looking at here is... Director Kranich, Imperial Shuttle. Cool. Which is awesome. It's this black shuttle. It looks a lot like Vader's shuttle. Okay. Uh, but slightly modified. Yeah. And it's all black. Whoa. Looks really cool. Nice. And it, it comes with quite a few minifigures, including the director, Death Troopers, K2SO, 
a few other rebels. Oh, so no um, Jyn Erso's dad. He's not there? No, he's Something not like in this first wave. Okay. So it seems, and they did this with The Force Awakens, they'll release kind of an initial line of sets, and yeah. then they'll slowly filter out more and more lines. So there's a Maze Katana for Force Awakens. That yeah. wasn't released till after the movie came right. out, right? Yeah. So they're probably trying to keep some of this back. Yeah. And if you look at some of these sets, you can always get an idea of where they fit into the movie. Right. And they give away some of the plot points, I would say. Okay. To a degree, kind yeah. of getting characters associated with particular ships and particular villains and that, or uh, antagonists and protagonists there. Right. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, maybe these guys are related in yeah. some way. They're going to fight or whatever. Exactly. But you don't always get that. Because looking at this Kylo Ren's command shuttle, it's got Hux in here. That's and right. he never is on that shuttle. You're right. Yeah. So it, it's it kind of a hit and miss there. Right. I wouldn't read too much into the Lego sets. Yeah. Uh, but they also have this Rebel Ewing fighter, which the Ewing, yes. Oh, nice! I saw that in the trailer, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. And so that looks like it's going to be a big ship for the Rebels. Yeah. At least that's what Cassian Andor maybe flies, or Jyn Erso towards one point in the movie. Right. And then as you kind of go down, you get a Tie Striker, you get an ATST Walker, which we've seen oh, before. Okay, the Desert one. Yes. Same. It's same basically build. the same. I'm not sure if it's the exact same build. I'm not yeah. as familiar with some of the older products. Right. But it's probably some reasonable iteration of yeah. that where. So this is kind of the ones that I'm looking at being, maybe I'll wait till these go on sale, but definitely, and not on Force Friday, I have to say, because here's the thing with Lego. There is so much of it. Yeah. You do not have to worry, and this is again my opinion, so don't get mad. (laughs) You don't worry about it, and then you never find it again. But the thing with Lego is Walmart sells it, Toys R Us sells it. Every, like London Drugs yeah. sells the Lego it. store. The Lego store. Yeah. And you can order it online in all these places too. Yeah. And if something sells out in the first week, do not panic when it comes to Lego. Nice. It will come back. Okay, good to know. The whole Force Awakens line has always been there. All the Marvel stuff that I collect is always there. Yeah. So if you remember from Force Friday last year, we see people going in and with their arms and getting oh, as much Lego crazy. as possible. Yeah. And again, this might be flipping it on to the secondary market. Yeah. But again, don't pay those prices. It will come back right. at some point. And you're not going to have to wait too long for it. Yeah. And so Legos, I'm not focusing in on yeah. on Force Friday. No. That's something I'll go to after. And because of the price point of them, yeah. you almost have to go through particular points in the year. Maybe I'm going to just treat myself a little bit here. Yeah. You get a weekend to yourself. Maybe I'll do a quick build and nice. you know buy it. And it's not something that you can go in and buy all of them at once because you're looking at you know probably four hundred, five hundred dollars. That's to a hot get... toy right there. Exactly. Two, maybe even. Exactly. That's, that's hefty. With the Lego line, Force Awakens is it much like the Black Series where we got the retro, the original series kind of brought out again? Like, did you get like a Empire Strikes Back line coming yeah, out? Yeah, so, yeah, you always see that with the Lego is that it's supplemented by, so you get Rebel stuff, you get original trilogy stuff, you nice. get even prequel stuff still. Really? Yes, you get different sets as they go through. So this initial burst will be Rebels, nice, yeah. but that's only five sets. I yeah. bet you Lego must put out 25, 30 sets a year for Star Wars alone. Right. And wow. so we've seen numerous sets kind of revisiting. There was the Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett, uh, yeah, Carbonite right. Freezing. Yes. And there was there's the Hoth Battle, the Ultimate yeah. Series collection that came out last year. Wow. And so, yeah, they revisit all different eras of Star that's Wars. That's cool. And those have been released before, or is it like a brand new one? So they're always new. So no. some of them are older models that have been updated yeah. with new minifigures. And that's actually one of the next ones that we're going to talk about here. Cool. But uh, yeah, they're always kind of reinventing things and yeah. coming out with new things. And yes, if you go further enough, far enough back, you'll get kind of, there's numerous AT-ATs. Yeah. 
or adats, however you yeah. call it. <laughs> um, but it, it's always kind of they're upping the game all the time, upping the definition, the amount of blocks that you're going into that. And that's something they've done for this. So in 2008, the Ultimate Series Edition. So the Ultimate Series, for those of you that don't know, is usually a massive set that's oh. about 4,000 plus pieces. Whoa. Or, or maybe a little less, maybe 2,000 or 4,000 pieces. Wow. And so the only one I have is the Sandcrawler. No, oh yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only one I've purchased. Yeah. And it was, I think, I think it was four hundred bucks, if I'm not wrong. Wow. And this year they're re-releasing from 2008 the Death Star. No way, that's yeah. a huge one. I guess that makes sense though, with uh, in line with the Rogue One. Death yeah, Star. so it's yeah. not a Rogue One Death Star. Okay, it's from I believe. So it's from A New Hope, yes. Because nice. I'm just thinking of the minifigures that are in it. Yeah. This is 4,000 plus pieces, 23 minifigures, and it retails for $600 Canadian. That's incredible because I'm looking at your Kylo Ren command shell and you have 1,005 pieces yeah. with, you know, six minifigures. That's incredible. Yeah. It's wow. humongous though. And so the updated from the 2008 Jeez. version, so there's about 200 more bricks. Yeah. So a little more definition here yeah. and there and three new minifigures. Wow. And the original retailed for about $500 Canadian. I won't ask you to list all the uh, the minifigures, but any minifigures stand out to you that are that are pretty cool with that deal? So a lot of them are repeats of minifigures that you see in other smaller sets. I couldn't tell you exactly what is exclusive to this set in particular. Oh, okay. But you get everything from Luke, Han, 3PO, R2, right down to the... I can't remember the name of the trash compact monster. Oh, I remember that one. Such as the D. Yeah. It's going to bother me right now. <laughs> and you get the, the mouse droids, all that. So you nice. get... Pretty much everything from that set. Yeah. You had a Vader and old Obi Wan kind of doing cool, the duel. Yeah. So you get everything there. And, that's sweet. But this is a piece that's just out of that's my price a range. Monster. Yeah, that's that's huge. With these Lego lines, um, did they ever touch upon like the books? I mean, maybe not the books now, but like going back to the legends, did they ever do like a Dash Vendor or Marrow Jade or any of that kind of stuff? Or they just stay specifically to the, the trilogies, the, the episodes, hey? To be perfectly honest, I do not know. Yeah. I, I'm, I've only gotten into Legos within the last probably two years. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I don't even have anything from the original when you saw the yellow heads, right? Right, right, yeah. And so I've just really got into it. More or less, when they released the Sandcrawlers, what really tweaked my interest. Yeah. I was like, I really need that. Oh, yeah. And I started doing it, and then I got the Helicarrier from Avengers. Yeah. And did that as well, and I, was like, nice. I really like these big builds. They take a lot of time, but they're a lot of fun. Yeah, those are really nice pieces that Avengers want to love. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Definitely. So moving on to Funko Pops. Yeah. This is another area where I dabble just a little <laughs> Specialty. bit. Specialty. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of specialties, a lot of dabbling. <laughs> but they have gone... In a huge way with the Funko Pops. So 18 Pops were announced. Wow. Likely in two or three waves. And eight of them are exclusives. So wow. the problem with Funko Pop collecting is there's so many exclusives. <laughs> and they're really hard to get. Yeah. And they get really expensive on they the secondary do. market. Yeah, jeez. So, you know, I'm just going to run through quickly here. So we've got Jyn Arso, Cassinandor. We've got our rebel characters. I cannot remember their names. Baze is one of them. And Chirutu? I can't say his name. <laughs> the blind guy. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> We've also got the director, Krennic. We've got a new Vader coming out. Oh, new Sculpt. yes. We've got the Death Trooper, Scarf Stormtrooper, K2SO, a new droid, C2B5. Cool. Which they announced. And then some of the big kind of exclusives we're getting is there's several Jyn Ersos. 
There's another cast in Andor who very much is a smash together of Han and Poe. Oh, yeah, me. yeah. He's looking that way, isn't he? Very yeah, much so. Yeah. And the big one here is Asajj Herrera is a Walmart exclusive. Oh. That's going to be a very difficult because the sculpt is gorgeous on it. It's got oh, going to be beard, crazy. the scars. Yeah. So, so nice. is he going to have hair or is he not going to have hair? No hair. Oh, he has no hair in this not, one. Not in the Funko Pop. So wow, I, that's, that's interesting then. So in the movie, is he bald or does he have hair or is he... Start off with hair and go bald. Like, That's what what is. Is there going to be like a time gap in this movie? Because in the first trailer we saw, he didn't have any hair. But then the reshoots are with his new hair. His hair so is huge. I don't know if they've reshot all of his scenes. Yeah. Or if they've gone back and digitally put in hair. I don't know why they put in hair. Right. Maybe I, something happens, he gets captured and they shave his yeah, head. Yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. He's bald in this one, though. Yeah. In the Funko Pop. That's interesting. I wonder if that's just maybe his original design. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Yeah. So cool. then also we have the Death Trooper. It's a Walmart exclusive, but it's chromed up. Wow, yeah, a little so bit of Captain Phasma in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got, and then Darth Vader with the Force Grip. That's the oh. EB Games GameStop exclusive oh, as well. That, I might have to pick that one up. Yeah, I looked at some of these Vaders wow. and I was like, these yeah. scream for it. Yeah. And so oh, it's, it's revisiting. Man. I guess it's a new sculpt. So you have yeah. the Vader from the original Funko Pop line, which is the number one. It's the first one that was released. Cool. And it's really nice. And they've been some other ones that have come out after, yeah. some more exclusive ones. But this is a Rogue One specific, I believe. That sounds like a pretty good wave. Did they ever touch upon the prequels, the the, the Funkos? Yes, there are because you get there's a mall in there and you get a few other nice um, Funkos in there. I don't have any prequel ones. No. I don't believe I'm exclusively Force Awakens and original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this Funko line. It's massive and like I said, they're getting expensive. Yeah. So again, watch for deals on these. And the first kind of line here, the first eight or so, they're going to be quite prevalent across all your retailers, particularly yep. your local comic book shops. Um, there's a few here in the city of Calgary that carry them, yep. and they're always there. So again, these are things that if you miss them, don't worry. The exclusives right. maybe get a little more concerned about. Yeah. Those are the ones maybe you want to order online if you can, or go to GameStop the first couple of days yep. and try to pick those up. And that's what I'm going to be doing. Hot Topic has a couple of exclusives. Nice. GameStop. Walmart here in Canada, we don't always get the exclusive Funko Pops. It seems mm. to be more of a U.S. retailer thing. Oh, okay. So that Sodrera might be a little more difficult to get. Might be tough. I'll have my eyes open. So if you look at the ordering and the numbers here, yeah. there's two numbers missing. 148, 149. And there's some shadows that you can't see. What, well, there's, is they're just not addressed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I think it looks like the Smuggler's Bounty Box for Rogue One is going to have two exclusive Funko Pops. Oh. Them. That's just my assumption from right. the missing numbers. Right. And so hopefully that means that we're going to get two kind of really exclusive Funko Pops. Nice. When do you get that one? I can't remember. So Star yeah. Wars is September. Yeah. So November. November. Out. Same with the Doctor Strange one then, I guess. No, the Doctor Strange is in October. October. Okay, cool. So it comes out about a month before. Nice. So you're not coming out after. Right, right. So I think, I'm not positive on that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to fall. Sweet. So stepping into more of the action figures. Yeah. This is kind of our realm here, right? For sure. And I know you don't have the Elite Series, but yeah. I was looking at a couple of these and I was like, I don't know, I think I'm gonna have to, I know. Troy's going to get pulled I into these. I, got, I have one Attack of the Clones, oh, Anakin. Yes, you do. And I've been pretty good at sticking there, but uh, looking at these, I might walk that path. Yes, yeah, so the Elite Series, for those of you who don't know, is a Disney Store exclusive seven inch die cast action figure yeah and they are gorgeous incredible picture marvel selects yes basically that's what they are for the star wars world so we yeah. have right now up at the disneystore.com we have Jin or so is yeah. again up for pre-order so nice. you can get that early and last year for force friday i was not aware that these were coming out and I went up to the Toys R Us in Calgary, which also has a Disney store on the same mall. Yeah. And walked over to the Disney store, which also opened at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Right. On the actual 
Saturday. And I walked in and I saw this huge line of Force Awakens figures. And they're nice price point. They're $27. Yeah. Which is okay. It's oh, not yeah. great, but it's yeah. better than the Black Series. For sure. And they're nice die-cast models. They're, they're heavy. They've got some weight to that them. That weight is awesome behind these things, yeah. Yeah. But I find their one misstep is in the human faces. That's right. They are not very well done. They're not pretty. The sculpting's <laughs> not great, yeah. and the paint job's not great. Mm-hmm. They do really well droids yeah. and masked characters. Like the troopers, the Kylo. Yeah, troopers and Kylo great. were awesome. Yeah. So this line, dropping again on September 30th, will have seven figures plus Jyn Erso. So eight nice. figures in total. So we have Cassian Andor, Imperial Death Trooper. Yeah. We've got some of the Rebels. And we've got K2SO. And we've got Bodhi, which is another Rebel. And we've got this new droid, C2B5, which is an Imperial droid. Cool. So it's all black R2-D2. It's fantastic oh, looking. Oh, yeah. That's great. Keep skipping. the two. When I say the Rebels, I mean the two guys, the blind... Kind of Jedi guy, yeah. and this other guy named Baze. So I can't say their names properly because I haven't really heard them said out loud. Yeah. So I don't want to sound like an idiot when I say them. So when I refer to Rebel guys, I mean those two in particular. But in my opinion, again, these are fantastic. Yeah. These, again, are something that, and I'm not promising this, but with yeah. The Force Awakens, the first series sold out really quick. Right. But they came back in big ways. You can go to any Disney store right now yep. and get any single one of these force awakens elite series figures with the exception of the first original release of ray yeah. which didn't have a lightsaber and then they had these very limited exclusives vader stormtrooper and boba fett oh that's my next question so there was a vader there was a vader Whoa. and it is awesome did you get your hands on that one i did i got all three oh, of those so wow. this is the stories i told before about my wife having to go to the disney store get a ticket and yep. then it's just a random draw because they're only getting like 16 or 18 of these at each individual Disney store and there's only two in the city. Oh my gosh. And so those ones are incredibly difficult to get. Yeah. But my guess is these ones will be well stocked because you can get yeah. any of the Force Awakens including the R2, the 3PO, the Poe Dameron that were released yeah. after Force Friday. That's right. They'll probably repackage Vader I'd assume though with with uh, Rogue One coming out and Vader being in the movie, I would assume. That would make sense. So yeah. there's these also these little plastic role play things. You see them yeah. at Disney stores. They're in like this little box and there's about 10 or 12 little action figures. That's right. In them and Marvel well. does them too. And they're Disney store exclusives. And in that, you do see Vader. Yeah. And so you see all these. And so I'm assuming at some point this line will be supplemented with a second wave. Yes. And you're going to see potentially a Vader. Nice. I don't know if it's going to be a direct repack. Right. I can't remember if it's a New Hope or an Empire Strikes Back Vader that's yeah. in the original Elite Series line. Okay. So I don't know if they have the ability to repack or if they're going to do something slightly different with mm-hmm. him. I like to see him do maybe more of a pose inside of a bigger box, yeah. which would be great. Yeah, these figures are great too. If, if, you're, if you're kind of like us and you want to keep your Black Series in the box, these figures are so nice. You could take them on the yes. box and just keep them in a nice pose. Yeah, because they do set. have the, the nice little plates on the bottom. The yeah, stands. the stands are great. Yeah, And they do enough. There's There are screws on the back yeah. that are, are quite visible. Right. If you do have them turn around or pose in a certain way and they're quite ugly. Yeah. But if you do keep them facing forward, you don't see the screws. That's right. So that's one of the big things. that yeah. uh, One of the big issues, I guess, with the die cast, depending on how you want to display it. Yeah. And really here for me, the big ones are the Death Trooper, oh, yeah. the C2B5 droid, and K2SO. Yeah. So those are the, your droids and mass figures. And those are the ones that I'll probably pick up on Force Friday. Nice. I'll probably leave the other ones and slowly pick them up as the wear on the wallet grows a little thinner. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> figures get heavier and the wallet gets lighter. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Again, I think we're going to see more figures coming out, but it's one of these things that if you're trying to stretch the dollar, yeah. these are some of the ones that you can be a little more choosy with. Sure. And I think go after some of the more popular characters. And again, the Death Trooper here is another big focal point around this around this Elite Series. Yeah. So I think going for him, they're going to be well-stocked, I think, because they're yeah. a heavy focus. More like a Kylo Ren, I would yeah, think. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Captain Phasma almost too, yes. right? Because that's a big go. Yeah. Waiting into Hasbro here. Yeah. So we have two big lines from Hasbro. There are there are other things that are coming out of the role play in that. Yeah. But we're just going to talk about here the three and three quarter inch figures, which is a staple when it comes to Star Wars collecting, particularly yeah. with action figures. Right. As well as the new staple, which is the six inch black series. Yes. So running into the three and three quarter inch here. So I got every single <laughs> carded Force Awakens three and three quarter inch figure. I had planned on when I originally went into the first Force Friday with the Force Awakens not getting the three and three quarter inch series. Yeah. They had lowered their articulation down to five points. Yeah. The price point was nice. It was about eight bucks or so, 10 yeah. bucks, depending on where you are. And I looked at the card art and I looked at the figures. I was like, I have to have all of these. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember how I counted when I, I kind of repacked some of these. I think I have a 20, 25 of these. Wow. And I love the card art. I love the, the depth of figures that we got. We got all the way down to Uncart plot. Whoa. And we've got, you know, the stormtroopers, Kylo Ren, like every single figure you can think of really from The Force Awakens that had some prevalence. Even Constable Z- Zuvio. Right. I almost said Constable <laughs> Zuckus. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> but again, I had said to myself, all right, enough's enough. I, I can, you know, spread out my money a bit more if I just focus in on the Black Series and some of these others. I don't need the three and three quarter inch figures. Yeah. And then they showed the card art. <laughs> and now I have to have them all again. <laughs> you know, it's nothing special. It's yeah. really nice looking. It's got blue, blacks, and grays in it. It's yeah. some white. It's got the Death Trooper head in the top right-hand corner. Yeah. And it's got the, the action figure pose in the, the bottom left when you're looking directly at the package and then the bubble. And they've got a reasonable spread of figures here. And so the first wave consists of Jyn Erso, K2SO. There's an Imperial Grounds crew, a Stormtrooper. And then from Rebels, there's Kanan in Stormtrooper disguise. Oh, cool. And we get Sabine. Nice. In season two, so different yep. hair. Yep. And then we repack Kylo and a repack Ray from The Force Awakens. Cool, cool. So it's a thinner line than yep. we saw originally with The Force Awakens. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. For sure. And so they've sucked me in. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this is another line that you can find them almost anywhere still to this you day. You really can. There's some of them that are harder to get, particularly the first wave, your Kylos and Phasmas and that. But yeah. again, I've seen them continually pop up. Yeah. And even the later waves, these seem to have a better shipping and distribution in Canada in particular compared to the Black Series, right? The yeah. six inch in particular. Yeah. And it's it's nice to see these. And again, I'm going after these. And I'm going to, for sure, on the first day, get the Rogue One one. Sick. And then supplement as I go. That's nice. Yeah, they're pretty well detailed, too, for the scale of them, right? Yeah, they're yeah. not bad. Yeah. Like, they, they fit the price point. Exactly. And it kind of harkens a bit back to me, because I collect the Vintage series as well. Right. And they're the 5 POA, you know, the definition isn't great on some of them. Yeah. And, but it really makes me feel that kind of, that nostalgia for it. And my dad is one who got me into collecting the Vintage yeah. series. He bought me the carrying case, and he bought me some of the secondhand vintage figures, which really got me back into Star Wars collecting. Oh, yeah. Probably... Right after Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Because I kind of had it ebbed and flowed there a bit. I yeah. did Phantom Menace, and then I didn't do any Attack of the Clones. Wow. Yeah. And then I got most of Revenge of the Sith, and then it lulled again a bit yeah. for me there. And then I got into the Vintage series. Good stuff. And then it's 
been full bore ever since then. <laughs> yeah. But those really remind me of these these five POA lower articulation, really nice card art. That's right because this are, these scales are the same as the Power of the Force ones, right? Was yeah, it? relatively. Yeah. Power yeah. Force were like big buffed up. They were buffed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke's chest was yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are kind of scaled down. They really yeah. do look like in some cases just highly detailed vintage figures. Yeah, and they also released Wave Two, which again that has uh, Cassian Andor again. We have Director Kretsch. We have Jin Erso from Energetta. We have a Vader. Yeah, and a young Leia looks like too. Yes, Leia from Rebels. Rebels, nice. And she is on the Rogue One card art as well. Cool. And so that's something we saw even in the Force Awakens line. We saw a few characters from Rebels as well. So that's interesting with the Leia because they go with the art from the Rebels. I mean, I know yeah. she is from the Rebels, but everyone else kind of has more of like the, the realistic yeah. kind of look, right? For the three and three quarter, generally they do the Rebels uh, representation. Okay. But when they go to the six inch... They yeah. go realistic. Exactly, yeah. So which, which you can really appreciate. Definitely. And there's also some of these two-packs. I don't. I didn't get any of the two-packs ever. They're a bit higher price point, but you are getting to see a Maul and the Seventh Sister Inquisitor is one of the packs. It's from oh, Rebels Season 3. Oh, huge. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And nice. then from the first wave, there's a couple where you do have, you know, a Scarf Trooper and then Rebel Commando and a Death Trooper. Yeah. So you're seeing these double packs, which is nice. Good stuff. So I'm really excited for this three three quarter inch line. I'm definitely going deep in it. I'll probably end up with them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. So yeah, it's really great card art, like you said. Awesome. Which just really stands out. It's got kind of like I said that gray, that black and blue, and it's got a really nice red behind the bubble. Yeah. I tell you, this is going to be an expensive few days. <laughs> and stepping into probably one of the main collector lines. In the Hasbro 6-inch Black Series. You're deep into this. Oh, yeah. I'm deep into this. For sure. Almost all the way in. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like they're putting out multiple waves from this year stemming into 2017. Oh, yeah. So we got a lot of reveals at San Diego Comic-Con at what we're looking forward to in the future as far as outside of the Rogue One movie line. Right. But we got our indications here for Wave 1. So we talked about the first wave that was leaked yeah. a few weeks ago. And it was officially confirmed this past week who was actually in that. And it was cool. exactly who we had thought, who we'd saw the leaked images from. So nice. Jin, K2SO, Cassie Nandor, and a Death Trooper. Yeah. And a repack, Kylo and Ray from cool. Force Awakens. And so I couldn't remember if you said Ray had the lightsaber or not. I don't think so. Don't I think, think it's so. a direct repack right. of what we saw from the first wave of The Force Awakens. Okay. So it's nice to see that we do have multiple Rogue One characters. Yes. And then some repacks of some characters that were harder to find yeah. with previous waves. So... Who are you going after on Force Friday? Definitely going after Chin. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go after her. So here's the yeah. thing, though. Yeah, you can pre-order her right now. That's right, though. That's true. So, so it's thirty so, bucks. Yeah. You pre-order it ships on September thirtieth, yeah. and then you can focus in on other, other action figures. Rare. Yes, yes. ones that are harder to get. So that's you can true. guarantee yourself a Jin. That's right. Today, if you're yeah, I've already done do that. that. Yeah, you already did it. Yeah. You already did it. So I should probably do that. I don't need any of the Force Awakening guys. I want, I forgot his name, the, the blind one. He's not in this. Oh, he's not, he wasn't mentioned in there? No, he's not in the first couple of waves at least. So it's Jin, K2SO, Cassie Nandor, and Death Trooper. Well, definitely a Death Trooper. Yes. Hands down, I might even get two of those if I can. The Death I think it's going to be a really cool looking figure. Yeah, so the yeah. Death Trooper and K2SO I yeah. think are going to be the big ones. Yes. Here. They're the most interesting characters yeah. that we know nothing about. 
Yeah. <laughs> just going off appearance, right? Yeah. yeah. Just going off of pure appearance. And yeah. I think that's where most people are going. This Cassian Andor figure is interesting. Yeah. And he might be a character that becomes a fan favorite like Poe did. Yeah. But it's hard to make predictions here without seeing the movie. Exactly. Because you look at the Force Awakens line, some of the figures that went really quick there, it's not figures that you would have expected, yeah. right? And going back to see, like, you look at Captain Phasma. Oh, exactly. She was Prime everywhere. Yeah. One of the hardest figures to get, yeah. barely in the movie. Exactly. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what goes. And my prediction is K2SO and Death Trooper. Yeah, that's a good call. But the one thing to, to keep in mind, Wave 2. So they confirmed a few of the figures from Wave 2. It's nice. going to be Director Krennic. Okay. Scarf Trooper, which is going to be really cool. So that's like your Shore Trooper, oh, as they call them. They yeah. kind of have a yellowy kind of look to them. Yep. And then there's the Resistance-based C-3PO with the red arm from The Force Awakens. Okay. So yeah. that was something that's had been rumored since the original Force Awakens. No, like, the original Black Series line. Oh, really? There's supposed to be a 3PO that had come out years ago. With the red arm? Not with the red arm. Oh, it's just a 3PO. 3PO. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they've repacked that 3PO finally into this wave too. So are people speculating that he's going to be in the film then off of that? I don't. It's called Resistance Base. So it's yeah. referring to the Force Awakens timeline. Yeah. So I don't think so. Okay. And then repacks here. This is key. Yes. Jyn Arso, Cassian Andor, and the Death Trooper are all repacked in oh. wave two. So, if you miss out on the Death Trooper, it will be coming with the second wave. That's right. So, K2SO is the big one. Yes. He is the only non-repack in the second wave. Yeah. That is going to be the hardest figure to find, Absolutely would be my agree. guess. Yeah. And it's a droid. It's going to look fantastic. Yeah. You're going to see it in the Elite Series line. You're going to see it in this line. You're going to yeah. see it in the 3 3 quarter inch. He's going to have a big presence in the film. I think my so. My prediction is. Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be your slight comic relief. Yeah. And so he's going to be a very likable character. A very dry sense of humor would be my guess. Yeah. And so that is the one. That and a Death Trooper. But yeah. the Death Trooper is repacked. Repacked, okay, yeah. So unlike the Force Awakens that we saw with last year's Force Friday, we're, not, we're getting a mixture already of characters from Force Awakens. Also, eventually, I don't know if it's going to be in Wave 3 or what it is, there's a Darth Revan that's got to come out. There's a Sabine, a Snow Trooper from Empire Strikes Back, an yes. Adit Drive, a Royal Guard, Lando, Leia, and a Qui-Gon. Yes, that's, that's the line I'm most excited for. Which Leia is it again? Is it the New Hope? I New think. Hope one. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, most excited Obi-Wan for that. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only help. Yes, player. yes. Oh, I can't wait for that. So there's a ton of action figures that are still to come out here. Yeah. In this Black Series six inch line, and I'm really excited. It seems like it's they're better packed this go around. Yeah. And because they're supplementing with Force Awakens characters, it allows you to maybe stretch your dollar a little more again. Yeah. And this is something that I've kind of constantly focused in on here because this is a big part about Star Wars collecting is there's so much and it's really hard to do financially. Yeah. Like you got to eat. Yeah. You got to pay bills. <laughs> yeah. You cannot just have a house full of Star Wars stuff <laughs> and then have no money. Like you, you yeah. got to stretch your dollar. Yeah, it's you gotta, not a good look. <laughs> you got to be smart about what you're buying. And the key here is, is buying what you need to buy in the moment. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to buy a Death Trooper or a K2SO. But if you're a completist yeah. or if you're someone that's just a big fan of the series and want particularly the Black Series 6-inch, yeah. then you got to focus in here. And it's about going in and having some sort of a plan. Yeah. And you don't have to focus in on the hard ones. If yeah. you have no desire to get a droid and all you want is your Death Trooper, go in and get that. Or yeah. if you want the Jyn Arso, pre-order it right now. Yeah. It's there for the taking. Exactly. That's true. That's a good point. And so it's, it's really about focusing. And again, I said, stay away from the Legos for your first go around because they're going to come back and have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Like this was a fantastic experience for us. Incredible. 
going into Force Friday last year. Yep. And this year, we're amping it up a bit. We're going to try to get a bunch of the guys out. Yeah. Big table, maybe. Oh, yeah. Play some games. Huge crew. Chat some Star Wars. Yeah. And make it a personal event. Like, this is this is something that they really tried to do with The Force Awakens. And we were kind of caught off guard. We hadn't done this in a long time. I hadn't done it since 2005. Right. So it had been a while. And this year, more so than ever, I want this to be the event. This is, like we said, the kickoff to Star Wars yeah. season. Our Super Bowl. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, Toys R Us puts on a good show. I imagine this year they're going to have probably maybe more of a spectacle event where they have more things. But they're going to have the exclusives. Last year we got a Kylo Ren poster and a pin and a Lego block. So nothing great, but the Kylo Ren poster is really cool. Mm -hmm. And just having those exclusives there is a lot of fun. You go in, you get a little something extra, right? Exactly. And it's the atmosphere that you're in there. Everyone's there. You know, sometimes you go into a store, and I've said this before, you go up to the till with the Lego. This happened to me on Saturday. And the guy looks straight at me and says, do you want a gift receipt? And I look right back at him and I said, nope, this is for me. Yes. And I'm tired of like, and I've done this for years. Like, yeah. it wasn't until the last couple of years that I was like, whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm a Star Wars collector and I love it. Oh, yeah. I've got this podcast. I've got a whole room full of stuff. Nice. I've got everything. All my friends, like I hid it from my friends for a long yeah. time. <laughs> The depth that I was into things, into Marvel, into Star Wars. Yeah. And now I'm just like, this is who I am. Oh, yeah. Just embrace it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Like, and go there because everyone there is there because they love Star Wars. You're yeah. not going to have the casual person. You might have a couple of scalpers in line. Yeah. But it's your true fans that get in line at 7 or 8 o'clock p.m., yeah. waiting till 12.01, go in there and just that rush, oh, right? Oh, that's great. It's, Everyone's on the same page. Yeah, major yeah. anxiety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually email Toys R Us here in Calgary because they did it on McLeod Trail and they stuck the Star Wars in this tiny aisle. Yeah. And you remember running in and it was chaos. And oh, you were like kind of getting in there. Your hands are going over yeah. people's shoulders. And you're getting and... stuff ripped out of your hands. Yeah. And like we kind of just went in and grabbed a bunch of stuff and went out to an aisle and we're like handing it out to people. Yeah. And they got to have a bigger area. They do. They really do. Be kind to your to your fellow Star Wars fan. Yeah. And like I said, most of the stuff you're going to be able to find the next day. Yeah. Remember, guys, Force Friday is happening at one or two Toys R Us in your city. Yeah. But the, all the Walmarts, the rest of the Toys R Us, and all the other smaller comic book shops that are going to have these figures too. Yeah. The Disney store are going to be getting these figures in. The Lego stores are getting all this in. So if you don't get the stuff on Force Friday... Don't worry. Yeah. It's just go out Saturday morning. I had more success on the Saturday morning than I did on the Force Friday. Right. Force Friday is more about the event, getting yes. with people that have similar interests. Yeah. The Saturday morning is when you're going to go and actually <laughs> pick up everything that you actually want. Because I believe at least last year they had Toys R Us was open at 6 a.m. The Disney store was open at 6 a.m. Cool. You could go in there. You can grab everything. You can be home, back in bed yeah. by 8 o'clock. And <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this year. It's it's going to be a ton of fun. Can't wait. Can't and wait. I'm hoping that this gives you guys a good idea as far as what's coming out, yep. maybe what to focus in a bit more. And again, just hitting on this idea of having a bit of a plan going into it. It's it's going to be fun no matter what. Don't get down because I remember last year a lot of people were pissed off on Twitter and Facebook and that. Yeah. Because of the restrictions and short shipping and distribution, not everyone got what they wanted. Yeah. But more or less, everyone did at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's more about enjoying the event. Go with your buddies. Go with your fellow Star Wars collectors. Yeah. Have some fun. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's, it's all about that, man. And it just gets you more excited for the movie coming out in December. It does. Right? It's, it's your almost we're at fever pitch here. Yeah. Right? You know, it's it's the top end. This is the start of it all. Yes, definitely. And, you know, with the trailers and everything else, 
yeah, that gets you amped up, but this gets you back into collecting, right? Yeah. And it's almost like because everything's going on sale now, it's we had this big onslaught this time last year, yeah. and then it slowly drifts off into the summer and you kind of unfocus a bit. Yeah. And same with comic books, everything's unfocusing. But I find this time of year, we're at the end of the summer movie season, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting a bit of a lull in everything in life. Everything yes. slows down. Right. Everyone's back to school. Yeah, and order kind of starts taking over, right? Exactly. Yeah. So now it's time to sit down and focus. Yes. Get back into nerding. Oh, get yeah. Get back into Star Wars, comics, and all that kind of stuff. That's right. Because it's all out there for the taking. That's right. And you know what's cool, too? Because this is the first thing of Rogue One you get in your household, right? Yes. You know? So, man, can't wait. Can't wait, guys. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Well, guys... That more or less wraps it up for our Rogue One merchandising reveal talk. That's right. And there's a lot of it. <laughs> and we're like we said, I don't know if you could tell from the podcast, but we are super excited about it. We're going to be posting some of the stuff on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Handles at the end of the episode. Follow us on Facebook. We're going to be keeping you as much as we can up to date on the subsequent toy reveals that we see leading into Force Friday. We're also going to be trying to do maybe some videos in that on Force Friday and posting them immediately. That's right. Getting people amped up. For sure. Trying to get people involved, trying to create a community around this, around the nerd room and that. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be continuing to build our YouTube presence. Yes. So if you haven't checked us out there and if your preference is to go to YouTube and listen to the podcast, do that. We're really, really focusing down on some other ideas that we have that we can supplement the shows with. Yeah. You know, it's maybe a little Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to really say anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at. We're yeah. still trying to work out some of the details here. Yeah, but we're looking at some stuff in the future here, which focuses quite heavily in on Star Wars, and maybe supplementing a few podcasts in that with some more Star Wars talk. Oh yeah, can't get enough of that. No, we can't. So cannot. if you haven't already, like and subscribe on YouTube. Check us out there. Yes, check us out and do give us a like and subscribe on iTunes. Throw us a rating review. Hit us up on Facebook. Yep. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us comments. If you want to contribute to the show, we're happy to do that. For sure. We're looking for your feedback and how we can make the experience of the podcast better for you guys. Yes. You know, we're trying to kind of pull everything together and create somewhat of a community here. Exactly. Where we can have like-minded people sharing things and talking about Star Wars, talking yep. about Marvel, DC, whatever. Yep film anything you want you yeah know? disagreeing with our opinions on things that's yeah. allowed love you know? it it's it's an opinion it's subjective yes that's what we're looking for we're exactly. looking for people to give us something different so that we can see it from a different perspective and maybe even turn around and like something a little more definitely so that's Good what we're stuff. looking for let's build a community guys yeah anyways troy it has been an absolute pleasure always talking rogue one definitely looking forward to more of this in the near future for We've sure got big things coming luke cage yep premieres of tv shows Fourth Friday, all That's that right. stuff. And the Red and White uh, convention yes. going on there? Yes. So Sunday. For those of you guys in Calgary, there's the Red and White convention. It's a comic convention. I've gone to it for the last couple of years. It takes place at McMahon Stadium. Yep. And it's a fantastic little local venue. It's heavy comic books. You do get some action figures. Yep. A lot of Funko Pops. And it's a great place to find those back issues. Nice. We're not sponsored by these guys or anything like that, but I do like supporting local content. So Always. get out there and support them. These guys are out there pushing comic books. They're there to give you a way to find some of these back issues that you usually can't find in your local comic book shops. Right. These are retailers that just go out to these conventions and have tons of comic books. You're able to flip through some long boxes. Oh, yeah. Have some fun. Again, bring a friend. Talk, shoot the shit. Yeah. Me and the boys, we go out there. You know, we all have different likes, and so we're all looking for each other at the same time. Looking for Spidey for Troy. Yeah. Looking for some Just League stuff for Sanjay. Yeah, X-Men for Elliot there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's always a lot of fun going there and bantering and, and trying to get uh, even some deals. These guys are always open to deals, right? So oh, yeah. Kinda... Yeah, so I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. For the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. 
don't know what to say anymore. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sanjay. Yeah, Sanjay. <laughs> Anyways, we are out. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our hosts, Tim, Sunday, and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM1912Podcasting and Troy, the boy 87